Welcome back to a crystal clear mind. Hello my beauties, how are you all doing? Wherever you are in the world right now, thank you for joining me again. It really is just so great to have you here with us. So I don't know about you guys, but I cannot believe that we are at the end of September almost. It just This year has honestly gone in the blink of an eye. I mean, it's almost Christmas. This is absolutely baffling. I hope, and I really do hope, that I'm not the only one <laughs> that sort of feels that way. I don't think I am, but I hope I'm also very much not alone in this. So... Specifically, tomorrow is the 23rd of September, which brings us the autumnal equinox, which is actually what I'm here to talk about. So I wanted to just discuss the equinox and the um, pagan holiday of Mabon and what autumn brings us, generally speaking, because um, if you look at it just from sort of like a straight on view, it can be quite daunting, quite dark quite cold and miserable and long until the spring arrives. However, I would like to discuss the beauty and the wonder of autumn and how we can work with that seasonal change to feel better uh, about ourselves, about everything around us, how we can use it as a time to reflect, uh, all starting with, of course, the autumnal equinox tomorrow. So, specifically on the Northern Hemisphere, uh, the equinox happens at 7.50pm Greenwich Mean Time, which is great for us, uh, great for me. I'm actually very close to Greenwich, technically speaking, definitely on the same timeline as Greenwich. Um, I'm not too sure where the rest of you guys are, but that gives you an idea. Obviously, something you can Google um, for wherever you are in the world right now. Um, so this means from tomorrow onwards until springtime, uh, we'll begin to experience shorter days and longer nights in the Northern Hemisphere as we head towards the winter solstice. Um, the word equinox itself actually in Latin means equal night, which is what we will experience on this day. The, the day will be equal to the length of the night time. Uh, the equinox is caused by the Earth's tilted axis. In the Earth's orbit, the sun shines equally on both hemispheres. Now, we've got two of those in a year. Uh, so every year we have two equinoxes. One happens in March for spring and one happens in September for autumn. This little tidbit I found absolutely fascinating. So the equinox itself actually helps to change the colour of the leaves they it has an effect that um brings about that autumnal association you know we see the leaves changing color they're red they're orange and so on this is actually because of the equinox so chemicals such as flavonoids and carotenoids become more prominent in leaves after the equinox occurs and then their chlorophyll decreases as well and that results in these vibrant colors that we see, that we associate to autumn. Mother Nature is just mind-blowing. So this season is a great time to observe and reflect on seasonal shifts. During the season of autumn, and especially during the equinox, um, make some time 
to observe the natural phenomena that occur at the change of seasons. Use these observations as cues to reflect inward and discover bits of personal wisdom that could aid you in navigating your own life. So as we watch and experience nature going through its own natural aging process, we should try ourselves to let draw inspiration from this and embrace our own seasonal changes and our own seasonal aging as well within ourselves, within our relationships, maybe even with our work. This sort of observation is a really helpful way for us to reconnect with what matters most to us. It connects us back with the earth elements, it connects us back to ourselves and it connects us with those that we hold dear as well. So I want you to focus on a question for me. So during the autumn season, the equinox, um, Mabon, is all surrounding the harvest, um, the harvest season, the harvest period. So what have you had as your personal harvest this season? What have been your personal harvests for this season? This is truly the perfect time to like find yourself a really cozy spot, curl up, journal or reflect on that thought. What have you nurtured this year? Where have you evolved this year so far? I want you to make notes on this. Um, it doesn't have to be literal. It can be done mentally. Um, also congratulate yourself as you make these notes. Don't be so hard on yourself and just congratulate yourself on the things that you have accomplished so far. A nice idea for later is to reflect back on these notes, which is why I say, although you don't have to literally make notes, it's really good if towards the winter solstice you can look back on physical things that you've written down at this time, that you've journaled about yourself. Because it's always nice to be able to look back at what a past version of your th yourself thought or felt at that moment. It's an amazing, amazing season, just like spring is, for a really good old-fashioned clean and declutter. It's a great way to offer space in your home, uh, perhaps your wardrobe, but also that decluttering empties your mind. You need to use the autumn season to begin making some headway on wrapping up unfinished projects. So as winter approaches and so brings with it the new year, we want to be ready to enter this phase as clear and as unencumbered as possible so that we can move forward with strength and passion behind us. A really excellent tip for autumn, just to help lighten the atmosphere a little bit throughout the darker months, is clean your windows. Now, no judgment, I suck at doing my windows, inside or out. I am awful at it. It's definitely the last thing on my mind, but 
During these months in particular, if you clean your windows, it will let in maximum light available. So even at its dreariest, you are still getting in the most you can possibly get into your home. Anything you clean now will add an airy, lighter, sparklier vibe to your home, making you feel lighter in the long term. Don't forget, once you're also done with your spring cleaning or your decluttering or your little tickle cleaning, whatever you want to do, always give the space that you've just cleaned a really good saging, especially in corners. Clear out all of that negative energy that may linger. Give it a good sage. Open up a window, open up a door, light a candle, let the light in and expel all the negative energy through that window or door. So yes, the autumn and winter months do bring with it darkness, longer nights, definitely colder weather, especially for us in the UK, lots of miserable rainy days. But it is all about your approach and how you set your mind to these things. So I wanted to share with you some things that I thought may be helpful to embrace the spirit of autumn and also to ease into the flow of what is intended to be our mental and our physical downtime until the spring comes around again. So my top tips are watch the sunset if you can. It's a lot easier as they happen so much earlier. Although it brings with it an early darkness, just try and enjoy and celebrate the beautiful sunset that makes the transitional changes of the season. I want you to be mindful and be present here. Use all of your senses to enjoy this moment and feel gratitude for our life-giving sun. Top tip number two. I want you to take time to be out in nature, weather dependent, of course. It is a stunning time to adjust your focus whilst outside and really notice the changes in colours around you. Notice the difference in the smell from the ground and the air around you from autumn to summer. Use this connection with outdoors and nature to keep you grounded through this season. Today, completely impromptu moment, we decided to pop out into a field with our kids and it was kind of a weird weather day. It wasn't cold, but it wasn't warm. It was kind of moody. The sky was kind of blue, but also with these really heavy set clouds behind us. But it was just so lovely and it had that kind of um, autumnal tone to it. Everything looked a little bit more orangey, more yellow. Um, so the kids are messing around, husband's having fun. And there I am taking my shoes off. <laughs> and the kids like looked at me and said, what are you doing? I said, I'm just going to take my shoes off. I'm just going to ground myself whilst I'm stood here. So I took my shoes off and I grounded myself on a beautiful field, put my shoes back on again, connected with nature for a few minutes, felt very happy. 
And I walked away after, I don't know, maybe 20, 25 minutes out there, feeling better than I had felt all day, just by being in nature. I love that connection. I'm an earth element anyway. Uh, my star sign is an earth element. So it's it sort of goes hand in hand for me. But I love how I feel after just a few minutes outside, outdoors, in nature, in my garden. I find it very cleansing and very clearing. And I would highly recommend it through these months where possible. Just get yourself outside. It can make all the difference. It really can. If you'd like to create a ritual out of this sort of trip outside into nature, then spend a little longer out there and meditate on the seasons that have already passed this year. What has been, what has gone, what has come and what has passed and all of the bits in between, including your accomplishments that you've achieved throughout all of those seasons. Meditate noticing the ebb and flow of the nature as you just sit quietly, just observing, watching, listening to what is going on around you. Top awesome tip number three. Cook a really nourishing meal. Preferably using seasonal food vegetables or foods or seasonal flavours, things that really amp up that autumn vibe for you. So on the autumn equinox, we celebrate the harvest and we honour our connection with the earth. Autumn is also a great season to slow down a little bit and spend more time with your family and your loved ones, reconnecting with them and also with our own body's natural rhythm. As I said earlier, autumn is our physical and our mental downtime before the year begins again in spring. Cooking can be a really good way to reduce stress and preparing a nourishing meal is very healing for us, especially if we're preparing it for more people than just ourselves. Seeking out things like seasonal vegetables in the UK can be really hard to do because it seems like the supermarkets have a mission here to make sure everything is available all the damn time. So seasonal vegetables that are not supposed to be around at the right time, they're everywhere. Just like everywhere. We can get everything pretty much year round, which makes it quite boring when you actually want to eat a certain thing at the right time. But keep your eyes out for things like pumpkins and butternut squash and swede and parsnips Brussels sprouts and things like that. Make a meal that you can mindfully sit down with people that you love and eat very much in the moment. Savour the food, savour the company, the smell, the vibe, how you feel inside as you have prepared and eaten this food. Now is the perfect time for that and I think that this is why we all enjoy and have such amazing thoughts connected to things like Christmas dinners. 
you don't think that you are mindfully eating something but if you are truly present in that moment and you are thankful for what you have in front of you and you are not distracted and doing other things and you are truly present eating your food that's all mindful eating is and I feel that we get that from Christmas food or maybe like um, birthday dinners and so on so what I'm suggesting to you is take that kind of feeling and put that into this season this season of healing and replenishment and regeneration and reconnection. My next top tip, pretty simple one, bathe. Not for hygienic reasons, obviously that's necessary, but this is to connect you with your water element. You are naturally already connecting with the earth element due to the season that we're going through. So this connects you back to your water element and bathing at this time of year can be so warming and relaxing and beneficial and stress busting. So you can have any bath, any way that you want. We all typically tend to bathe, you know, unceremoniously. Put the water in, maybe some bubbles, jump in, wash, get out. What I'm suggesting here is, again, be mindful about it. Really think about it. Switch it up a bit. Why not pop some of your favourite water-safe crystals? Again, always making sure that they are safe to be in water first, but pop those in the bath with you. They will boost you. They will give your energy a, a, a massive boost. Or what about if you were to add herbs to the water to heal you? Something as simple as Epsom salts to soothe your body. Or essential oils using a little aromatherapy to make it a little bit more interesting. Hell, do you know what? You want to do all of it? Go for it. Let me know how you get on. Now, one of the downsides to this time of year is that with the shorter days and the longer, darker nights, there comes a sense of like disconnection, boredom, sadness and loneliness. I like to use the autumn and winter months to focus on the things that I love doing because of these seasons. So hot bubble baths. I love drinking hot chocolate, even though I actually really don't, but I love the vibe of it. Warm, snuggly jumpers and fluffy socks. To be perfectly honest with you, fluffy socks make my feet really too hot and I don't like it in the end. But I love the vibe of putting my fluffy socks on and it makes me feel comforted. I love the fact that at this time of year, I know I'm going to get the chance to read a little bit more. These things keep me connected in myself. And with this ongoing seasonal changes, it stops me from dreading the dramatic physical changes that occur with it. So I want you to have a little focus on what works for you. What makes you happy at this time of year? Just autumn, we've still got a whole other season to get through after that. But right now we're focusing on autumn. 
So the run up to the coldest point of the year, what works for you? Do fluffy socks make you super happy? Snuggling up with a book, hot cup of tea, as I said earlier, nice hot bath after a chilly day. Really focus on what reconnects you and makes you happy about this healing, regenerative season. So at this time of year, usually around 21st of September, we also have Mabon, which is a pagan holiday that occurs during the equinox. So Mabon is one of the eight Wiccan Sabbaths in the Wheel of the Year that are celebrated. It marks the end of the witch's year, which makes this an absolutely amazing time to release things that no longer serve you anyway. So cast spells to decrease or end old habits, if that's your bag. Meditate on what you want to let go of and give thanks for the good things in your life. Now, the actual origins of Mabon, I'm going to be honest, I'm finding a little bit confusing from a timeline kind of perspective. I've been going over it for a little while now and I seem to come back to the same potential origins. One the name Mabon comes from the Welsh god Mabon, who was the son of the Mother Earth goddess. Sounds pretty good. Kind of Celtic vibe. Two, the name was actually adopted in the 70s and wasn't a Celtic celebration. <laughs> or three, the name Mabon comes from a medieval Welsh myth. So whatever the origins or the timeline up for it are, there are plenty of people all over the world that celebrate it right now in conjunction with and much similar to celebrating the harvest or the equinox itself. So over the years, this, these celebrations have been variously ritualized. For example, one of the many traditions associated with pagan Celtic harvest festivals involved dressing the last remaining corn sheaf in fine clothing um, before releasing the spirit of the corn by setting the effigy alight. Um, it would seem that the Mabon celebrations are a little bit more subtle. They're symbolised by um, the Horn of Plenty, which you could also know as the Cornucopia, um, and the Humble Apple. So the Cornucopia is a symbol for a very healthy harvest. Um, its shape imbues the fundamental characteristics of both male and female, the apple is the fruit of the harvest, which is chosen because, well, it's in season in autumn. So that works out quite nicely. Um, but also because it symbolizes healing, renewal and regeneration. So those, uh, there's that kind of theme again that goes with autumn. So I learned something new today, as I do most days, which I love. Did you know that if you cut an apple sideways, it reveals a pentagram inside? So this pentagram represents the elements of earth, air, water, fire and spirit on each of its five points. So it's a perfect motif if you're making yourself a Mabon Autumn alongside any other seasonal fruits or offerings to celebrate the gifts from the earth and give hope to the darker months ahead of us. So whether you're celebrating Mabon specifically, or just looking forward into the months that are ahead of you, or getting yourself stuck in with the autumnal vibes, 
Remember to use this time to reflect, reconnect, clear out and strengthen what is already in you. So I say, bring on the chunky jumpers and the fluffy socks, the Halloween preparations and the pumpkin spice flavoured everything. Again, even though I don't actually drink it or eat it, I love the smell of it. Makes me think of autumn. Bring on bonfire night and cosy blankets on rainy days. Embrace autumn. She's here to teach us all that we need to know. Until next time, guys, be kind to yourselves. Hello, my beauties. How are you all doing out there in the world? I hope you're having a really, really good week. I hope you've got an even better weekend coming up. Uh, I just wanted to jump in real quick and just do a little bit more of an in-depth discussion about today's um, very powerful full moon, super moon, harvest moon. Um, I am absolutely loving the energy of it today. You can feel that it is a powerful one. Now, as we know, all full moons are an ideal time to release and let go of what no longer serves us. However, this harvest full moon in particular, it invites you to curate new beginnings, to set really clear intentions for what you want to release and what you wish to invite into your life. So it's a great time to let go of bad habits and old patterns and energies that no longer serve your purpose. Release anything that is holding you back from achieving your highest potential. And the full moon for September is known as the harvest moon. And it's called this because in a time where there was no electricity, the farmers would depend on the moon's light to harvest their crops late into the night. The extra light from the moon extended their working hours for them. And because of this, the harvest moon is really deeply connected to the cycles of nature and the changing seasons, especially if we've just entered into autumn. And it's here to remind us of the importance of being in harmony with our natural world. And it's also telling you, us, to honour our own cycles of growth and our own harvest as well. And the harvest moon in particular is associated with hard work and perseverance. It symbolises the effort that we've actually put into our lives or into our endeavours. And it's an apt way to remind us that all of our hard work will eventually bear fruit. So spend time, take some time and reflect on your achievements so far and give yourself a little nod towards the acknowledgement of the results of your labour. Now we've had a really blessed year of fabulous moons in 2023. And this one is another really special one because not only is it yet another super moon, it's also the fourth successive super moon of this year because we had one in July and then we had two of them in August, and now we have one tonight as well. But it is also the last supermoon of the year. So it's pretty special, this one. 
And in a rather befitting way, this final supermoon will be joined by an absolute parade of planets, including Jupiter and Saturn and Mercury tonight. In the midst of Libra season, we see this full moon in Aries. Uh, it's asking us to focus on ourselves, on our purpose and our soul's journey. It's asking us to slow down, take time to pause, to reflect, evaluate where we are. Now, on the new moon, which was two weeks ago, uh, we were asked to look forward, uh, envision forward, envision our evolution, imagine where we wanted to be, imagine the life we wished to live. Now, with tonight's full moon's energy, we need to look deep into ourselves and we need to ask ourselves, how are our visions from the new moon unfolding? Meditating on this full moon will bring your attention to where and how we could be blocking our own intentions from manifesting. It will illuminate our shadows and guide us towards the light. So it will show what work we must do within ourselves to be able to accomplish what we wanted from that new moon. It will show us how to create that life of our dreams. Now the moon is in Aries and Aries is the warrior zodiac ruled by fire. It is a fire sign and the planet Mars. And Aries teaches us that we are all here on our own mission. We all want to accomplish something in our lifetime. And in that lifetime, we each have a purpose and it will continue to call out to us until we pay attention to it. It can take years to find your purpose and maybe even longer than that to understand what it is that you need to do. But if you want to, this full moon can help guide you towards your higher purpose. The Aries sign gives us courage and motivation. It feel i want you to feel its vibration on this full moon um let it assist you to let go of projects and habits and energies that block you from aligning with what it is that your soul desires so i want you to tap into this aries warrior strong energy and fight for what you really really want in your life Pick which battle is worth your energy and then fight hard for that. Take a look and check. Are you battling with yourself? Are you fighting against your soul's true calling? Are you ignoring it? Are you instilling doubts into yourself that stop you from pursuing your life's mission. Now, these are really, really, really tough questions. It takes a lot of work to think on these and ponder and journal and really drag these thoughts out. But we all have 
a very large tendency to ignore um, when we are being called to. And the thing with inspiration is it will only stick around for so long and then it will disappear. Have you ever felt like you had an opportunity presented to you and you waited too long and then it just wasn't there anymore and the moment had passed? That's the inspiration leaving because you waited too long and you ignored it. So go into yourself, have a think. Are you fighting what your soul is trying to say to you? Now, all astrological signs, they have a high and a low, same as we do. And what we need to know is how to work with the switches in that energy. So Aries has, uh, we've talked about its high vibes, you know, it's a warrior, it's strong, it's uh, ruled by Mars and it will draw out the truth. It will help you find your calling. It will help you find your passion. It will keep you motivated. These all of its high vibes. Now it's low energy, it's low vibes, are frustration and anger. So when we aren't doing what we want to do, when we aren't on our path or aligned to our path, then we find ourselves frustrated, maybe angry, maybe angry at ourselves, maybe angry at others as we project our frustrations onto them. So use this full moon to transform that low vibe frustration and anger and use it to turn it into motivation. Utilize Aries high vibe energy to tune into your own internal fire. Use that fire to create your life exactly as you have envisioned it. <laughs> so you need to use this full moon to transform that low vibe frustration and anger and turn it into motivation. Utilize Aries high vibe energy to tune into your own internal fire. Use that fire to create your life exactly as you have envisioned it. Envisioned. Imagined. Yeah. Use this full moon to transform that low vibe frustration and anger into motivation. Utilize Aries high vibe energy to tune into your own internal fire. I want you to use that fire to create your life exactly as you have imagined it. Instead of attacking yourself with self-limiting and doubting beliefs that no longer serve you, take bold steps forward on your journey and on your path. Work with this energy to create the life that you want. Don't ignore what is calling to you. Follow the path that is laid out from your visions because by investing your time and your energy into creating this life for yourself, it doesn't leave much room or time left to focus on the low vibes of anger and frustration. If you're looking to reignite your passion, then this full moon is a perfect time for it. 
if you've lost your way with your passion, whatever that is, then this full moon's fiery energy will keep you motivated and finding what you love again. Keeping up with our passions is an important part of our soul's journey. This full moon phase is a time to take a look at your life's mission, reignite the motivation, reignite that flame of passion for it, and move forward into creating it into accomplishments and achievements. This path was truly created for you and because of you. Trust in that. Feel gratitude for what lies before you and for what has been brought to you. Fucking hell. This path was truly created for you and because of you. Trust in that. Feel gratitude for what lies before you and for what has brought you here so far. There's some great crystals to work with for this energy. I would suggest working with topaz. Use this for serenity and for compassion. Ideal for purifying your emotions and increasing awareness and promoting truth. I would strong... Uh, <clears throat> some great crystals to work with for this uh, full moon energy are topaz, onyx and citrine. So I've chosen topaz for its serenity and its compassion. Um, it's ideal for purifying your emotions, increasing awareness and promoting truth. I've chosen onyx for grounding and balancing it protects against negativity, anger and frustration, so this will be really good for the low vibe of Aries. And it will help you to release harmful attachments and self-destructive patterns, again getting you back onto the right path. I would work with Citrine for manifestation, financial prosperity and success. It's also a super uplifting and high vibe crystal. So it gives you an energy boost just by merely being around it. Remember tonight to get your crystals out, to bury them charged in the full moon's light, and always make sure that they are water safe crystals. Just give it a quick Google. Use tonight's energy to journal your thoughts, thinking about your own changing seasons and harvest, what you have accomplished so far, and always remember to give yourself a pat on the back for those and where you're aiming to get to. Practice gratitude for what you have already. And with Aries being a fire sign, like candles tonight, if you use candle or colour magic, then set your intentions with these candles also. If the moon's energy is feeling a bit too much for you, which it does happen, more often than not, or if it's causing overwhelm to you, um, take yourself off for a little shower. As the water runs over your body, I want you to see in your mind's eye. Imagine the water from your shower cleansing this low vibe energy off of you. It cleanses and washes it down the drain, removing it completely away from you and from your surroundings. Use this visualisation at any point 
be fair it doesn't have to just be on a full moon it's, it's a really good one if you have any um, negative or low vibe energy that you just wish to get rid of it's incredibly simple it really is um, but it is highly effective just to clear yourself out to me it always feels a little bit like um, a water version of smudging with sage um, I do it quite a lot do it with a bath as well but I find that a shower has more of a um, I suppose a quick response, you know, it just runs off of you and down the drain and it's gone. So however you choose to spend your full moon tonight, I hope that you get to see her and feel her in all of her glory. So happy moon. However you choose to spend your full moon tonight, I hope that you get to see her and feel her in all of her glory. Happy full moon, my lovelies. May it be a blessed one for you. Until next time.